Welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of Ordinary People, Extraordinary God, Conversations for the Soul with Janelle LaRue and Friends. So, as some of you may know, um, Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year Festival. Typically happens in September, and this year began the evening of September 18th and ended the evening of September 20th. And it begins the 10 days of penitence, culminating in Yom Kippur. Both professionally and personally, I know lovely people who practice Judaism and celebrate this holiday. Now, a few years ago, I started to learn how to wish them a happy new year in an effort to educate myself more and engage with them during the special time. And I will not try that here, but that's for them, right? (laughs) But I think holidays and holy days are great times to talk with people of different faith walks, to understand more about their practice and beliefs because they're leaning into it more and even more sensitive to it during this period. And it's always a beautiful time of exchange. I mean... I think it deepens relationships one to the other. But anyhow, Yom Kippur is observed on September 27th to 28th, which literally just happened, which signals the end of the High Holy Days and means Day of Atonement. It is considered the holiest day on the Jewish calendar. And in my normal fashion, I reached out to a friend with some questions as he and his family are observing this time with fasting and prayer. So according to a site, Reform Judaism, Yom Kippur is the moment in Jewish time when we dedicate our mind, body, and soul to reconciliation with our fellow human beings, ourselves, and God. As the new year begins, we commit to self-reflection and interchange. As both seekers and givers of pardon, we turn first to those whom we have wronged, acknowledging our sins and the pain we have caused them. We are also commanded to forgive to be willing to let go of any resentment we feel towards those who have committed offenses against us. Only then can we turn to God and ask for forgiveness. Oh my goodness. So he actually outlined this in our conversation, my friend. And um, we began to talk about forgiveness, the idea of how to forgive and also create boundaries after you have forgiven so that you can engage with people. Out of love, of course, but um, you can engage with the people who have wronged you, right? So it's this idea of, yes, you did me dirty, <laughs> or however you want to say it, um, but I forgive you, and I'm going to figure out a way to still engage with you in a way that works for me, because quite honestly, I decide what I participate in with anyone, if that makes sense. Um, So it actually was a very deep conversation and brought up some areas for me. Actually, one situation in particular that was very hurtful to me and my family, and it revealed how much I healed from it. And um, the fact that I actually forgave this person, like for real, for real. I actually talked to my sister about it today, which (laughs) further let me know a sister has grown up, right? (laughs) So the short of it is when my mother passed away 17 years ago, we obviously needed a place to bury her. And one of my aunts, which was my grandfather's daughter from a previous marriage, did not allow us to bury my mother in the plot that my grandfather and grandmother had. And I'm trying to keep it really simple because there's so many nuances to this story. There's so many pieces to it. And she and I actually talked about it more 
Um, but in any case, it was a nuanced situation and it really showed how, um, I'm, how appreciative I am of my extended family. My wonderful cousins um, said to us, you know, you can layer the rest in our plot. They gave us a plot to bury my mom, me and my sisters. So she ended up with a place to be buried, which is beautiful. And quite honestly, the entire circumstances around all of this was a work of God between our family, church, and just so many ways God showed up and showed out providing what we needed through his people. Um, and I still get emotional about the beauty and the way it all worked out. And just another detail about it. Um, to be in a place when you're grieving. And to have someone who you consider family. Say to you. No you, you can't bury your, your mother in this place. And have no explanation as to why. It lets you know about that person. It lets you know where they are. Um, but it's such a devastating blow. At the same time that you are devastated at loss. Um, so I hated her for years. Hated her. The one person I declare I would never forgive. <laughs> and for those of you that know me, I'm really nice. Okay, for those of you that know me, I'm nice. But there's some other stuff going on. <laughs> I have my boundaries. I got my boundaries. But I totally hated her. I said, never forgive her. But as I started doing my own healing over the last five years, right, I had to come to grips with the fact that I had to forgive her. I forgave everybody. There's like boyfriends, there's family members, there's myself, there are friends, there are people I've worked with, there are neighbors, there are all kinds of people that over time, you know, you go through things with. And I include myself in that because there's some things that either I've allowed or I've done or I haven't done that has changed the course of my life. And I have to forgive myself for it. So you are a part of the forgiveness train, right? So in that portion of healing that um, I've been going through, of course, I forgive myself, but I forgive all these other people. But I had not forgiven her. And I asked God, you know, <laughs> I've asked you for some things. Show me the places that I still need to work on. I'm always asking that question. And if you don't ask that question, start asking that question. If you think your work is finished, ask him. I'm telling you he's going to bring something up for you that you forgot about or you didn't even know you need to be healed from. So I asked him, what is it that I need to be healed from? He brought her up. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought I did that. I thought we were good. And I realized, no, I said I hated her. <laughs> And I didn't, I didn't actually forgive her. So I forgave her. And then it came up again that you really didn't forgive her. Like you forgave the action. But did you forgive her for what she did and how she hurt you? And I finally did. And I had to let it go. Like I finally had to let it go. And I did. And to be honest, um, I understand that she had her reasons for reacting that way. As hurtful as it was to me and my sisters, my family, um, because it was just mean. It was just mean and horribly placed in terms of timing. Um, she had a reason for reacting that, may, that way. And maybe because that was the last thing that she felt she could hold on to. Her father has, had gone on to glory. Um, 
like a lot of family members have passed away at that point. And sometimes people do things out of, you know, their own grief that they're still going through or just, you know, some people just me, just people just me. Okay. <laughs> that is what it is. But in any case, she had her reasons. I don't know really what they are. And I don't know if I'll ever ask her, but if I say I love God, I can't hold a grudge towards her, even though I didn't like what she did. And so I'm grateful for the conversation I had with my friend because it let me know I had moved past it. I had finally given the situation to God. I had finally let it go. I had finally forgiven her. I had finally humanized her and recognized the pain that she may have been going through herself in making a decision that ultimately hurt me. And I'm grateful that I could talk about it now without getting super angry because before baby, I was ready to tear something up. Okay. It still bothers me, but it's because it takes me back to how helpless I felt in the moment. And so this is the reason why I'm even talking about this. Forgiveness is something that it's not only for them, but it's really for you. It's for you. You have to make sure that you take a moment to think about who you who you wronged, yes, and ask for forgiveness from those people. Sometimes those people aren't living. Sometimes those people aren't folks that even want to talk to us. But you find a way. You find some symbolic way to ask for forgiveness or to forgive yourself for what it is that you've done. But when it comes to forgiving other people, it really is for us. Because we have to get to a place where we move past the thing that happened. We don't often realize that we stay in places. We'll stay in one spot. We'll stay in one place in life. One event in life. And we will not emotionally move away from that place. We will not develop or mature because we're still in that place. And oftentimes it's because we have not forgiven the people that have wronged us. And what that means is while they've gone on with their lives, whether they're happy or not, because I believe that God convicts everybody and everybody has to deal with their stuff. You're still in your place. And that's not fair to you. It's not fair to you to be stuck, to still be thinking about it, to still allow that thing to or that person to dictate how you treat everybody else and how you approach life and how you love and how you love yourself and the decisions that you make and the fears that you have and whether or not you're going to be fearless, take risks, walk in purpose. But God calls us, and I've been saying this throughout this podcast, especially during this pandemic, the, 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 the realization that God is calling us to be bigger, better, more in him. And that requires us to forgive. What I will say about forgiveness, though, because I'm not a expert, although I'm an expert in my own life, but (laughs) I am not an expert on forgiveness. What I will say is uh, Pastor Michael Todd of Transformation Church, which is in Oklahoma, they are on YouTube. Look them up. The brother is amazing. I feel like he's my friend in my head. So is his wife, Natalie, (laughs) and their children. But he has a new series that he just started about forgiveness. And I encourage you that that if you are struggling with that, to watch it. Meditate on it. Like really lean into it and, and ask God to reveal to you the places where you still have unforgiveness for other people. 
Because what he's trying to do in us requires for us to move past things that have hurt us. And it requires us to release some people from the things that they've done to us. We all have and all deserve a big and bright future and to move forward and to be happy and to live full, abundant, vibrant lives. Now, I'm not saying that you go out there and, you know, (laughs) you don't have any boundaries now. Figure out what's going to work for you in terms of, you know, if you have to interface with these people again, to still be able to treat them with love, but be kind to yourself. And that's something else that, you know, we have to talk about at another point. But I encourage you to look at that, that sermon, that series, follow it, and um, let me know what you think. Let's talk about how, how as a village we're trying to learn how to forgive and what's working for us and maybe some ways that we need to lean in and help each other to get through it. So I will stop there. But as always, I love you. I thank God for you. And I look forward to being with you again. Be blessed.